You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the five-year anniversary bonus content for the Archaeology Podcast Network. We're a member-supported network and we thank all of our members who contribute to us to help us make archaeological education free and available to all. Of course, as a member, you do get access to bonus content and lots of extra little goodies. We want to, over the next five years, get even bigger with more shows and more content. But we need your help. Wherever you're listening to this, wherever you listen to any of our shows, share it, like it, comment, tell somebody about it, tell anybody about it. That is what makes our lives so much easier and it just, it, it, it helps exponentially when it comes to being in a crowded online world. There are so many amazing independent creators, as well as the ones here on the Archaeology Podcast Network who do absolutely fantastic things. And it's a crime that not more people know about podcasts in general and what they can offer. So, shout it from the rooftops, shout it from the mountains. APN listeners, it's Jessica Uquinto. So what is it like to be on the APN? Um, <laughs> so it's pretty funny because it it's real easy to, to forget that there are people actually listening when you record episodes because, I mean, to me, it's just I'm having a really great conversation with somebody and I get to really um, geek out on that and then... <laughs> It's it's um it's funny then to to remember that people are actually listening on the other side. Uh, so I'll have people, for example, quote things back to me that I've said <laughs> on the podcast and I don't even remember that I said it. Um, funny things like that. Um, but mostly, yeah, it's it's honestly it's great being on the APN. It's um, it's a nice community, you know, supportive of each other. I definitely it would have been really hard for me to start a podcast on my own. So it was it was nice to have the help of, of people who had been doing podcasts for years and and um, really could help Lyle and I develop um, you know our audio and and make it a lot better. You can tell from from our early episodes that it was it was a little rough in the beginning. Um, so we definitely appreciated getting uh, some help there and improving our our audio and our quality in general and things like that. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really it's been great. It's been probably I've said before like the single best thing that I could have done professionally or or for my uh, business, Living Heritage Anthropology, and for the nonprofit that I work in, Living Heritage Research Council, just because it it's been huge for networking and really networking in our key area that we work in and just just getting our name out there. So. Um, which is funny because again, I'm not usually the one doing the talking mostly. I'm, I'm interviewing other people, but it still has had a really big impact in that way. Okay. So what is the, the purpose of our podcast? So Lyle and I, we started this podcast because, and this podcast being the Heritage Voices podcast, because we just didn't see a place where people could go if they were interested in, in hearing tribal perspectives on 
on cultural anthropology, archaeology, heritage, CRM, land management. There was just not a place um, where those voices were really featured. Um, and not just Indigenous, I, I also really want to make a point of that we also have people from other descendant communities as well, because they also have cultural heritage that, that needs to be considered when doing this kind of work. So yeah, so basically the, the purpose of our podcast is is just to take away that excuse of <laughs> that you don't know where to go if if you're um, trying to make your curriculum more diverse or or if you just don't know about some of these these topics that are of interest to indigenous peoples and descending communities. Yeah. So that's that's really the goal of our podcast. What do I see as the future of podcasting about archaeology? Well, first of all, again, I'm a, I'm a cultural anthropologist. Um, I'm an ethnographer working in, in the CRM industry, but I'm not an archaeologist. So I always like to point that out. Um, so I don't, I don't know exactly necessarily what the, the future of podcasting about archaeology would be. Um, but I'd like to see it, you know, keep going more in the direction like what we've been trying to do at Heritage Voices and, and really diversifying the voices that you're hearing within the field because it's real easy to just kind of hear the same 10 voices over and over again. So I would like to see podcasting kind of help bring more voices to the forefront, more experts, but also more specifically than just buried voices, also the the voices specifically of, of the people that the field is studying both, you know, mostly obviously indigenous in this part of the world, but then the other descendant communities as well, and just a, a greater diversity in general and in, in who we're hearing from. So I think I think that to me representation is is a really important aspect of uh, podcasting, and, and I'd like to see even more of that in in the future of podcasting and archaeology. So people should listen to the APN because what I like about the APN and, and podcasting in general is it's just, it creates such a human feel to the subjects. So it really, first of all, it makes it easy to listen to. It's, it's not, you're not reading a, you know, an academic journal. It's, it's really low key, but you can still get really important information and you can hear it directly from the people that are, are living those experiences um, and especially like again in the case of heritage voices directly from the the communities that are, are usually being studied uh, in cultural resource management so I think that um, it just provides an important representation of all those voices but then also it's just fun it's low-key it's easy to listen to you know it's um it's great for when you're in the car, when you're working out, when you're walking, uh, when you're doing things around the house, just to kind of have something that's intellectually engaging, but also, you know, like fun. <laughs> so that's what I like about the APN, and um, that's why I think other people should listen and what I hope they'll get out of it. I'm trying to even remember how I heard about podcasting. I mean... Serial is the first one, obviously, that, that I remember hearing about, but I didn't listen to podcasts for even a long time after that, and honestly, I'm not even sure if I remember exactly how 
I really started listening or I think maybe um, a friend was recommending podcasts to me, but one of the bigger reasons why I started, I guess, is that when I started living here to anthropology in 20, was that, God, was that 2014? Yeah, 2014. Um, I, I didn't really know anything about starting a business. I didn't really know anything about business in general. And so podcasts just seemed like a really accessible way to learn about a new topic. So I started listening to business podcasts and then quickly found the CRM archaeology podcast and, and the, the archaeology podcast network and, um, started listening and being an ethnographer, it just really made sense to me. You know, obviously I do interviews for a living with people. (laughs) Um, and, so it just, it really clicked when I started listening to podcasts, which is why it's kind of funny it took me so long. But yeah, so if you wanted to start your own, um, I mean, for me, it definitely helped. I did a lot of research um, online and then, you know, really sending Chris Webster an email. Um, I didn't even actually necessarily mean to join the APN. I just or I mean, obviously I did, but like when I sent him the email, I just was kind of reaching out to to learn more and stuff. And he um, immediately offered when he heard about our show, a spot on the APN. And, um, but it was just his help and and Tristan's help and everybody's help was so key um, in really developing the the podcast to what it is today and um um and then I would say I mean get a good microphone first of all um the I have the ATR 2100 that's really key um but even if you don't have that I mean I think just figuring out what you want to talk about and who you might want to interview and um, really just doing it and then you figure it out as you go honestly um, one thing that I would really stress for people is is trying to make sure that you're being representative I'm I'm a broken record when it comes to this of, of who you have on your podcast that's really been a main goal since pretty early on for Heritage Voices we had a couple episodes in the beginning that weren't like this but um, since then every single episode we've made a priority to have an indigenous or descendant community person on the episode. And I'm not saying every podcast has to be like that, but at least it would be good for people to, you know, pay attention to the diversity of like gender diversity and ethnic diversity and, you know, all of those kinds of things um, to make sure that they're really being representative and getting, you know, not just getting, an echo chamber going in their podcast, which is also hard though. I mean, that's been definitely one of the hardest things for our podcast, um, is that, um, you know, for us in choosing to make, uh, indigenous and descendant community voices a priority, it's definitely limited our, um, field that we can pick from, but at the same time, um, there's plenty of people out there. I, you know, we're not anywhere near, um, running out of content or people to talk to, like not even anywhere close. So 
um, I think in a lot of ways it's shown the opposite that you really can and it really like yeah it takes a little bit of effort but it's not that hard um, to find a diversity of people and I mean I think time and trying to be consistent is always a challenge like I know I mean both Lyle and I are very busy and um, for him you know um, recording in his home community it just um, the time scale is, is just different than what we're used to you don't necessarily just go in and ask somebody for an interview and then do it a couple weeks later so that's been a bit of a challenge and um honestly internet i we've we've been having a little bit of a hard time with the the recording software out at hopi so um that's been another challenge that we're still trying to work through and but the positives of podcasting i mean like i like i've said in um other recordings it's it's just been probably the most important thing i've done um, for my career, just, it's just, but even that, I mean, like, yes, it's been important networking and blah, 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 but like, I don't know, just getting to like, sit down with somebody and talk, just talk and hear their story for like an hour or two has been such a privilege and it just like forges a bond that it's pretty crazy (laughs) how, how, um, tight you can get with somebody after just one podcast interview. Um, you know, it's been a really special experience for me in that way. Um, and just like personally, selfishly, I just get to email really interesting people and ask them to come on and I have a platform that they're, they're interested in sharing in. So I get to just have, I get to nerd out and have really fun conversations that otherwise I wouldn't have a reason to ask somebody, um, for otherwise, or they probably wouldn't have the time to otherwise. So. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been, um, the most meaningful, I think, part of my career in a lot of ways, um, because it does feel like, um, it's one of the more like tangible things. Like it's easy in day-to-day work in CRM to like not see the bigger picture and not see what you're contributing, but this podcast and then having people tell me that it's a place where they, you know, have finally found that community that they were looking for or like as an indigenous student they have people they can look up to because of it or um you know all of those moments where you hear how much it means to people um that it's just it's it's nice to have something that feels a little bit more tangible um like you can you can really see the impact and um and it's fun it's fun so yeah I would I would highly recommend podcasting been a presentation of the archaeology podcast network visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com thanks again for listening to this episode and for supporting the archaeology podcast network if you want these shows to keep going consider becoming a member for just 7.99 us dollars a month that's cheaper than a venti quad eggnog latte go to archpodnet.com members for more info 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.